Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. Chucky's on 106.7 The Fan. We're live on CSN, as always, presented by PenFed Credit Union. Great rates for the sports fan in you. You can visit PenFed.org for details. Rex Hoggard from the Golf Channel is going to join us in about 15 minutes to give us the latest from Royal Birkdale. A little bit later, Chris Russell will join us, Redskins Insider, about a week away from the start of training camp. And Dave Odom later in the show at 920. Jordan Spieth, uh, three under through nine. Actually, I believe he just finished the 10th, so three under through 10. When studs like that take an early lead, watch out. Watch out. We'll continue to weave your calls in throughout the show on an open line Thursday at 800-636-1067. But right now, we're going to do a little 5 and 10. Start with the incredible story of Shane McMahon, the uh, son of Vince McMahon, who is, of course, the owner of WWE. His son Shane was on a helicopter ride and had to have an emergency landing in the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, unbelievable. And survived. Now, I saw a picture of it, and it looked like there was some sort of raft that was kind of keeping it afloat. Is that something that that chopper had as kind of an emergency thing? I guess so. Apparently... There was a loud boom in the helicopter. That was terrifying. And the pilot said rather calmly, we're going to have to land in the water. And it started going down quicker than he would like. Water. Looks like he executed a sully, like a great water landing. That's amazing. They say that he landed softly. And then they got in some sort of uh, craft and apparently... Shane actually said, I'd like to paddle back. They were just about a mile from the shore. Yeah, he showboated. He did <laughs> showboat a little bit. So he, I already know JP's answer on this. Showboat, you know, I and like I'm going to assume a little bit. Jason would do the same thing. So I have some friends who've been offered tickets and everything to go to the, to the Mayweather-McGregor fight. Now, obviously, JP would go to that, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the, the thing. The thing is, and it would be... Right up your alley, Jason, because it would be a private plane and everything. But but not a private jet. I don't know if it's a jet or plane. Whatever it is. Hurt to is it one of those planes that you see at like no, uh, no, the Bowie like Airport? No, I, no, I would assume it would be Piper a, Cub. Be a, All right. I would assume it would be a legit uh, private right. jet. That's not the issue. The issue is, though, to get there, I've been told, you have to get on a helicopter. You have to take a helicopter like to Philly or something to get to, get to, the, to the jet jets. and then go there. So a chopper flight so, to Philly. My, my buddy was telling me, man, I, you know, how can I turn this down? It's a private jet. It's the Mayweather. It's the time to be there. Can't goes, you drive to Philly? You have to take a helicopter. I don't know. This is how the arrangements are being put together. Ah, okay. And he's just telling me, he's like, man, I get, you know, I'm scared of heights. He was in a, a balloon thing and didn't really like that. You know those uh, hot, hot air balloons. Hot air balloons. And yeah. It was a nightmare. <laughs> And would never get in one. I, and I know JP's been in like a helicopter, like in Hawaii or something. I am 
I don't think I would want to be in a helicopter either. I don't think I'm a big helicopter guy, considering I'm 46 and never been in one. Which then gets you to the Mayweather fight. If that's the only way I could go, I I couldn't drive, I would probably do it. Yeah, like that's the way to go with this crew. Yeah, because it would be worth it to take the jet to Vegas. You're going to be on the jet to Vegas, and and you're you're going to have primo seats at the fight. I mean, you got to just YOLO. You only live once. <laughs> yeah. Got to suck it up and hold it. Hundred percent, you would do it. Hundred <laughs> yeah. percent, you wouldn't even think twice about it. I would do it even if I had to pay probably a thousand dollars for the seat. Right. If it was Cakes? a good silly seat. See, you say silly seat. Now, what I've heard, I'm sure it's a good. I've seat. heard everybody in the UFC and boxing say that every celebrity, every athlete wants tickets to this fight. Mm-hmm. So all of those ten thousand dollars seats, which are ringside, are supposedly going for like a hundred thousand dollars. I would I mean, risk it. I don't know what seat a regular person gets. Like, is this person a regular person? This person has power. Not a regular person. <laughs> That's okay. right. Got you. Not would, a, he's not a regular human. He's associated with slavery. I would risk it on the helicopter. I would fly to Vegas, and I would sell my my ringside seat, and then I would go look at flops. No, no, you can't do that. You I have can't? To, you have to go Why and be can't with I? The, No, you go with the boys, and you go to the fight. Yeah, I don't know and if you got to do yeah, that. Yeah, that would be fun. I mean, come on. Um, of course it would be fun. That'd be great. I'm actually bitter that I haven't been invited, to be honest with you, because <laughs> I know everyone involved. <laughs> All right, let's bang on a couple. Of, oh, you got more, 5 of 10. I do. I did one, but you can weave in a call. All right, let's go to let's go to Donnie. So far, we're an hour 20 in, and we haven't done a Kirk Cousins bit yet. I think, Donnie, I think you're going to ruin it. Oh, that means the show's <laughs> going to be good. <laughs> What's up, Donnie? How you doing, guys? What's hey. up? Hey, just a, just a thought. I wonder if all of this stuff with him was already decided to let, at the end of the year last year. Because if they had assigned him, then they wouldn't have been able to fill all the holes they needed to fill. And the team would have even been worse than it was. So I wonder if Kirk was even in on that and agreed to this. It didn't hurt him a bit. No. So it's some sort of grand conspiracy. No. No. I no. think they had all the intentions to try and get something done with the Redskins lowballing. They wanted to try. They wanted to try to get him in a discount. But they, they couldn't. All right. Let's go. Let's go to Eric. One more. Eric, what's up? Hey, guys, I got a two-part question. Um, mostly, uh, you know, when they gave the rich, when, they, when the Redskins gave the numbers for Kirk Cousins, you guys were, uh, you know, you, first you advocate that they give you the numbers. Then when they gave you the numbers, you guys were No, I advocated. Hold on. And yeah. I'm the only one. I advocated they make a fair market offer and then expose them. They didn't. They went way below. They went about $30 million below. But I definitely, but wanted, I definitely wanted to know what their best offer was, yeah. Yeah, but still, still, even the same. I mean, they gave him a decent offer because of the simple fact that Kirk Cousins took the franchise tag. He took it. He didn't have to take that. But he took that. And now here's my question to you guys. Because I asked this to Grant and Danny yesterday, and there's been quarterbacks who have done more with less than Kirk Cousins. And they got, those guys went off on me. And they were like, well, who, who? When I started running off the names, then they were like, well, they had all these good defenses. Well, if you take – um. Uh, Mark Brunel, and you take Brad Johnson, they didn't have anything really, and they did win playoff Eric, games. Well, what Eric, you, here's what you, all I could say. What do you, what, wanna... do you, what do you mean he took he he didn't have to take the franchise tag? Right, he's designated. He didn't, he didn't have to. He could he could he didn't have to accept anything the Redskins was offering. Okay, well him. then he's not going to get paid. Yeah, then he's not going to play. He's not going to play. He, he didn't have to accept it though. Okay, and, well, he, then, then, he's, then, then he sits at home. And Listen, gets... he was thrilled to accept it. And here's the <laughs> thing. It doesn't matter. That, Hold that... on, Eric. It doesn't matter. I'm not trying to, like, shout you down or anything. I just want to make a point, though. It doesn't matter, like, really his accomplishments. It's what the market will bear. And if he gets out on the open market, there are plenty of suitors out there. 
and they lowballed him. That's all. So he's going to wait. Guys, guys, but you got to think of this. The market is what the market is worth. But right now, Kirk is what he's worth to the Redskins, what the Redskins deem him worth because he didn't hit the market. Now, Josh Norman hit the right, market. And he's so fine. now we know what Josh take- Norman is worth. Because he hit the market. Right. But and listen, right. listen did, Kirk is fine. He decided not to take Kirk, that yes. offer. And he's perfectly fine playing for $24 million. Right. Bucks. Kirk knows he's worth more than what they offered him. So he's going to play under the tag, and he's going to bide his time. And then he's going to get he, a big, fat offer after next season. And he's either going to play for them or somebody else. It's that simple. He's going to get a boatload of cash. I would put Eric in the anti-Kirk camp. Yeah, he's he, clearly not, not a Kirk guy. Right. That's obvious. Feel sleazy kind of bringing up this story, but it's what social media is speculating. Mike Conley, who a lot of people say is one of the nicest guys in the NBA, point guard for the Grizzlies, mm-hmm. makes a lot of money. I guess is married and has a kid, and they posted a picture of his wife and kid, like a little family shot. Mm-hmm. And social media is speculating, people on social media, that the kid's not his, that his wife cheated on him because the kid's too white. So he has a brunette wife. We're putting it up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the junks. Here's a picture if you want to see me, Mike Conley, African-American, and his wife Mm -hmm. appears to be a brunette, and he's got a blonde kid. Let me see. Okay. Well, that could just be like a recessive gene or something, right? It's a little strange, but I'm dying to see. Can I see? I couldn't figure out for the life of me if Dr. Dre's wife is a sister or a whitey. I couldn't figure it out. I think she's a whitey, but it's very hard for me to tell. I thought she was a light skin. I I thought she could have been a light skin. I I just don't know. This does look like he adopted the kid, though. Let me see the pic. What if they just adopted the kid? Facebook.com slash the junk. So I don't think What is it, like a media takeout thing? Well, the kid looks exactly like her. So she... Is it a boy or girl? I do think that the kid looks like... The kid looks a dead ringer for the wife. Okay. This, this is a non-starter. Well, no, well, the point is he, he might not be the daddy. That's what they're, they're cute. <laughs> I, yeah, the the, the yeah, stories just, are if the kid looks like Mark Gasol in a couple of years. Just because it doesn't look like Mike Conley doesn't mean he's not the dad. There are plenty of kids who look just like the I mom. Agree. Yeah, I agree. I know, but, but not a factor in the skin tone. Usually when you that? have a white girl and a brother, I understand you get a little bit rare. of a mix. I worked, silly. With, I worked with a kid 25 or 30 years ago who had one black parent and one white parent. He was whiter than I was. I was stunned by it. So it can, it's just it's extremely okay. rare. So it can happen. It's rare. I guess it's possible. I mean, who knows? <laughs> yeah, but you do. You, you wonder if Mike Conley even looked at that one. Is that my baby? <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. Right. I'm gonna put it on. That's Mike. I mean, Conley. the kid that looks kid. like uh, it would, it. Steven Strasburg would be the dad. <laughs> I tell you what, he doesn't look like a future NBA player. <laughs> Well, you never know. Yeah, right? but you never know, you know bro. Could Steph, be Steve Nash. Steph Curry's, <laughs> Steph Curry's pretty light-skinned. He's yeah. a pretty good NBA player. Uh, Adam Silver, who is the commissioner of the NBA, has been warming up to legal sports gambling for a while, and he believes it's just a matter of time that so the next few years, so our man Jeff Freeman you're going to have it. Uh, Silver said people want to bet throughout the game. It results in enormous additional engagement with our fans. It's called live betting. Everybody My sense loves is it. the law will change in the next few years in the United States. So, yes, Jeff Freeman will be butt size. Yes, he will. He will. Uh, the guys threw in this story in the 5 and 10. I mean, it's a downer, but John McCain, the senator from Arizona, has been diagnosed with brain cancer. It's awful. Uh, like the worst kind. My, my uncle died of that. Yeah. Uh, geoblastoma. Geoblastoma. I think it's glio, right? Is yeah, it, I think it is glio. Yeah, glio. Yeah. 
Whatever it is, it's bad. But didn't you say you had a friend that was cured of it with like the herpes Dude, virus or something? Or? The, I can't remember now. You're making me. It definitely wasn't the herpes virus. But they gave I think him, it was polio. They gave him and, polio. Uh, Duke, there was this, it was featured on uh, 60 Minutes. He was the second person that they tested this on, and he's been totally cured. Yeah, so give him the polio vaccine or virus or whatever it is. Forgetting his last name. He's married to, you know, Carmen. He's married to Carmen. Dr. Fritz. Yeah. Hook Fritz it. is his first name, though. I don't remember his last see, name. I think Sanders. So many people are diagnosed with this. I believe it is the most popular brain tumor. It's mm-hmm. like the one that occurs the most often. Like 15% of brain tumors are this kind. It, it It's known for having a track record of being, like, undefeated. Yeah. So it's, I, it's bad. So if this thing is a real deal, why is, why is not everyone getting the polio virus? I had never heard of that. Hippie's been talking about it for a year. I mean, again, it was featured well, on 60 Minutes. You, said, you thought it was herpes. Well, so it, wasn't, same thing. it wasn't ingrained in my brain. <laughs> it was some virus. <laughs> right. Yeah, but they inject something. the virus in there, and then your body naturally wants to, you know, the immune fight system it. wants to fight it, so it ends up fighting that and ends up curing the cancer. But is, has it only happened one time? Like, your your, your buddy is literally like a one in a billion? No, no, he was the, he, he are there, was the are second person. Are there 50 other people in the study? I don't know if it was like 50, but it's something that they just started doing. Well, somebody better ship that info to the McCain family. Yeah. Uh, Dante Fowler Jr. was a first-round draft choice of the Jacksonville Jaguars in 2015. He's in a bit of hot water because he was in an apartment complex parking lot when a pedestrian started commenting on his driving. Fowler got out of his car, exchanged words with the man, then hit the man, knocked his glasses off, stepped on them, then apparently Glasses. he took the victim's grocery bag Glasses. with recently purchased liquor oh. and threw it in a lake. <laughs> oh, that got bitter. <laughs> Broken glasses, his liquor goes in the lake, hmm. and he almost got the beat down from Dante Fowler, who I'm guessing is about, I don't know, he's probably 6'3", 250 pounds. Yeah, it's a little bit bigger than his brother, Ricky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he comes off the edge quicker. He's playing in the British Open. Coming up next, we'll talk to Rex Hoggard who's at Royal Burkdale. We'll get an open championship update from the Golf Channel reporter next on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 